from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Hey, Baylor family. This is Nikki Collin, head coach of the Baylor Women's Basketball Program. I would like to wish you and yours a happy and healthy Christmas season, as well as a prosperous 2022. Sikkim Bears. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. This is Michelle Leonard, head soccer coach for Baylor University. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Go Bears! Hello, everyone. This is Jay Goebel, head women's golf coach. Just wanted to say Merry Christmas to all our Baylor family out there and wishing you all a happy and healthy New Year. Sick'em Bears. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Hey, Baylor family. This is Michael Ford, head track and field coach at Baylor University. Just wanted to wish you and your family a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. May God continue to bless you in all that you do. Sick'em Bears. This is Steve Rodriguez from Baylor Baseball. I want to take this opportunity to wish you a Merry Christmas and a very happy and safe New Year. Sick'em Bears. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, this is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it is. My goodness, Aaron! I mean, that is a uh, that, quite a opening. I mean, I, I didn't you didn't warn me on that. I mean, I, that is a or did you did that surprise you too? That's the that's quite a holiday greeting, I would say, to start a start a radio show. I, I fear, Aaron, the start of our show is more about just you know praising our sponsors, and uh, but we don't hear from every single Baylor coach. No, that's, that's uh, yeah that I, that. John sent that to me a little earlier, and I put it in and uh, okay. didn't listen to it, but he put that together himself. Pretty impressive. That's a nice start to the show. Well, you have, you're very trusting of John, aren't you, to not listen to whatever he said? <laughs> I really am now that I think about it. Yeah, he just sends it. I, I mean, put it I in the system. Know. We play yeah. it. <laughs> I know. I mean, I just hope, I'm just glad it wasn't John, like disgruntled or something, just upset, maybe dropping a few choice words. That's, that would not be like John Morris. And uh, excited to hear John back at it. And uh, he will be uh, on the call for that Sugar Bowl. And John is uh, having some time with his family this week. And that is, uh, that's great. We're pitching in a little bit and handling the show. And, and uh, let's say, Aaron, say hello right now listening to us in probably – I don't know. Well, if you go through Beaumont and then the Houston, if you go that direction toward New Orleans, I'm trying to think what you go through. I'm used to going through Shreveport and and uh, Baton Rouge and all that. But uh, Aaron, say hello to Tom and Lark as they continue their drive. I, I kind of thought Tom and Lark would, you know, I thought, you know what, they'll be arriving in town about 4 o'clock into New Orleans today, uh, you know, right as the uh, – the Baylor plane is descending, landing right there. And I thought they'll want to, they'll certainly want to hop on with us. And, and uh, 
Aaron, they kind of let me know, guys. We we got some things to do here. We got to kind of hit the ground. <laughs> Little busy. We got some. Yeah, we got some people to meet with. So Mosley, you'll have to kind of do your own thing, and that's fine. I thought I just thought. So I at first I said, Tom, can you do it? And I said, Well, Lark, be available. And he said, No, Lark's going to be with me. I mean, I I was like, Is there anybody in the Barfield family? I mean, is there anybody you know that could jump on with me? But uh, but we'll be in position. And uh, they're, what they're doing is doing what we like to call a sight check. All right, just kind of doing a sight check and checking out where we'll be posted up over at the team hotel uh, for Thursday, Friday shows. And then uh, Saturday we'll go over to the Superdome and we'll be part of the Office of Baylor Alumni show. That'll be a lot of fun. And we'll get excited about that. It's building. It's building. You know, Aaron, I blame part part of this on you, not COVID, but just you've talked about COVID so much. You took my focus a little bit away from the game. But it dawned on me last night, I was looking up some stuff, and um, it, <laughs> a local politician who may not want to be named, so I'll just leave his name out of it, had, had texted me saying, why is Baylor, Google had Baylor uh, – Shown as the number two team in the Big 12. And I was trying to get to the bottom of that because he was a little bit upset about that. And so I said, hey, I, I don't know. This is weird. I, this is a strange thing. But it, what it did is made me go back and, and double check, you know, what the college football playoff rankings were for Baylor and Ole Miss. And I was so excited to to be reminded I mean, Aaron, in all the COVID stuff that's going on and this afternoon as we're doing our show, Iowa State's going to be playing. That's going to be kind of a fun game. They're playing somebody pretty good. That was a game I kind of have down. Oklahoma's going to be playing tonight. I mean, there's some interesting games. But Baylor versus Ole Miss is is seven versus eight. You remember how Michigan State versus Baylor in the uh, Cotton Bowl? People were like, don't remind me, Mosley, don't remind me. I know what happened. But it was it was really a cool matchup, and uh, unfortunately, Michigan State came roaring back in the fourth quarter after Bears had them down twenty. And um, I would say Bryles, to this day, has that as maybe his worst or right up there with his worst losses ever. I mean that that was gut wrenching because the Bears had a good lead and they let it get away. This is this is a fun matchup, number seven versus number eight. And, Aaron, we've got so caught up in all this COVID that, you know, I just feel like we've, uh, you know, I feel like we we just kind of owe it to everybody to think about, you know, how good this game could be, how explosive Ole Miss's offense is, how athletic their defense is. And we as we start to dig in, the, the huge opportunities for Baylor. I find it really interesting and, and, and quite refreshing that the Bears – have all these players who are capable of opting out. When I say capable, I'm, Justin Ebner's going to hopefully be playing the NFL next year. I guess Abram Smith, same. Certainly Terrell Bernard, Jalen Petrie. All these people are destined for the NFL. They, everyone, even Gary, if he wanted to, um, I, I, don't, I think Gary will return. But they all could opt out of this game. And, and and just kind of preserve their bodies and start to get ready for the draft. And you know what? I would not be – there may have been a time where I was, oh, man, I'm disappointed. This is sad. But I, I always have admired that about the Baylor program. And, again, 
if somebody decides to opt out of this thing, if they've been banged up for whatever reason, I, I'll be, you know, I'll be okay. But but it's kind of cool that the Bears still want to play, and they still want to put their best foot forward and go out with a win. And some of them have a bad taste in their mouth from uh, a couple of years ago. We appreciate, by the way, everybody who's already arrived in New Orleans who listens to us. And uh, I've been reminded through some DMs that have arrived in the last few days how many staff members at Baylor. Uh, Aaron, they might have kind of realized that we knew what was going on with the quarterback situation and were kind of interested in, in hearing some of what we were sharing. But uh, well, I, I really I appreciate the staff so much. I really do. Now, I got to say, and again, I want to remind everybody, Tom and uh, Lark and Ward and the whole gang, that show is going to be 7 to 9 Thursday and Friday. My show will be at its normal time, 4 to 6. And we'll be kind of, we'll both be jumping in there and covering uh, uh, for John as John kind of prepares for the game. He's doing all his pregame rituals and getting ready. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out, we'll figure all that out. But uh, I, there was, I was reminded last night, and, I, and it, just by, let's just say, people close to the Baylor football program, that what Jeff Grimes, the offensive coordinator, and Eric Mateos, the offensive line coach, what they've accomplished is nothing short of remarkable. They came in to an to a offensive staff where folks just started getting fired. Okay, They said, passing game coordinator, you're gone. Offensive coordinator, you're gone. I mean, they, they, they just kind of cleaned house. Uh, in, in a lot of ways on that side of the ball. And then Sean was obviously moved to quarterback's coach, uh, Sean Bell. But I was reminded by people who are extremely close to the organization and, and had, a, had a front row view what Jeff Grimes and Eric Mateos and Sean Bell, all three of those guys, what they meant to the entire program. And I, I'm just saying – the way they were able to flip it. Now, I know there were some signs of good defense even during that horrible pandemic year. Ron Roberts does a great job. Dave Aranda does a tremendous job. I thought Joey and others on the other side of the ball, um, I, you know, I, I, I thought they did, I thought, you know, did a really fine job. But I, I, I just, I think it was, it was proved to me and it was, uh, prove, uh, it was uh, put before me how astounding a job that the offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes, Sean Bell, and then Eric Mateos, that that triumvirate did. Now, what I really liked about Jeff Grimes, too, is he praised one of our buddies, okay, a guy that's a great friend of this show and a great friend of mine for, for several years now. Uh, it, it, part of it is David and I just have so many mutual friends, but David Wetzel's on the staff. And it was Jeff Grimes who, during his uh, interview the other day, during his press time yesterday, said that when he was looking for someone else to help the run game, Wetzel said, reminded him that Abram Smith had been a running back and and was that kind of power uh, force running back that, that the Bears might need. And so... That is when Jeff Grimes went to Ron Roberts' office and said, what would you think about 
this guy moving over and uh and and playing going back to running back and the uh the guy obviously Abram had become a, a really uh, uh nice linebacker. I mean, he would have been in the rotation, maybe even a starter. But uh the uh, Ron Roberts said, "Yeah, yeah, if, if that helps the team, then then that's a no-brainer. You take him." And the rest is history. Abram Smith is one of the best running backs in the country. A- Baylor has one of the best one-two punches because Abram Smith is a hammer who also has some elusive uh elusivity elusiveness <laughs> it's a weird I made that first word up but he also but he, he I mean this guy will uh, and he'll run over you he loves contact so Aaron I just thought it was important to let our folks know that uh, maybe I have not even spent enough time talking about Grimes Mateos Sean Bell uh, everybody you know, coming together on that front uh, also later in the program today we're going to give you a chance to hear everything Gary Bohannon said yesterday. It was really fun to get on with Jeff Grimes, to get to hear from the players. And uh, Aaron and Tom have done a really nice job of uh, breaking some of that out. And uh, we're going to hear a little bit. We're going to let you hear kind of a full thing from Gary Bohannon because Gary's good, and I think it sheds light <coughs> on, his, uh, <coughs> on his recovery. And, and I think that'll, uh, that'll be good. Good news today, Cowboys fans. The um, Cowboys had nobody else added to the COVID list. In a, in a league that has constant additions, even the poor old Mavericks, they added Brandon Knight, who had come in and been helping the, the, the Mavs, pretty good uh, player from a few years ago, who'd been kind of out of the league a little bit, came back in, helped the Mavs. He's in COVID protocols. And then uh, one other player, had to go into COVID protocols. Mavs have been in a bad way. They have signed Isaiah Thomas. Now, not, not the old, old Isaiah Thomas, but the newer version who is kind of old now, the little guy who, who scored a million points for the Celtics. He has been signed to a hardship contract. And I think uh, I, I, that's going to be interesting to kind of see and monitor how that works. All right, we are big fans of the NBA Aaron and I are, and uh, we cannot let uh, let that go by without at least bringing that up. All right, it's the John Morris Show. Um, at 4.20 today, though, once the Mosley Show starts up, we, uh, we do have none other than Jason Cook, Baylor's chief marketing officer, the vice president of marketing and communication, and he's going to kind of get us caught up on all the activities that will be happening COVID has impacted some of that, but uh, he's going to really uh, uh, get that out. You know, Mac started telling us about some things that might be canceled. Mac Rhodes, when he was on last week, we'll have a nice visit with Jason Cook. We're going to do that at 420. Next, though, uh, we want to give you an opportunity, kind of a is a, a, an interview we did last week, and sometimes it's funny. We'll put things out on social media. We never know what's going to be, you know, the most popular or the thing you download the most. But uh, the, the interview that I did with my old radio cohort and uh, a guy that a lot of people in Central Texas are familiar with because they read the morning news and then the Star-Telegram after that, really the morning news is what they remember him for, and then Sports at 6 at WBAP, is Randy Galloway. And uh, he's going into the uh, Hall of Fame, the, uh, the Texas Sports Hall of Fame soon. And uh, 
really, I just thought it'd be a great opportunity for us to uh, for us to catch up and and let some of the folks that maybe uh, didn't get to hear it in our show hear it during the uh, during the John Morris hour. We're going to let you uh, listen to that next. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Partly cloudy skies will continue into the overnight. A bit cooler low temperatures tonight falling to 50 degrees. Tomorrow, not as much cloud cover blanketing us in the morning, but we'll keep a mix of sun and clouds in the forecast for most of the day with a high of 78. New Year's Eve looks to still be fairly warm with a high of 79 and a 40% chance for storms overnight into New Year's Day. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. What a year for Baylor Athletics. A season of joy ends with a national championship for the Baylor Bears. And her unbelievable passion and wisdom for the game of basketball and the way she pours in to her players is why we selected Nikki Collins as the fifth head women's basketball coach here at Baylor University. Wow, what a finish. What a finish of this Dr. Pepper Big 12 championship game today. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are 2021 Big 12 Conference champions. Here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin, choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. Since 2009, Dr. Philip Myatt in Waco Heart and Vascular has specialized in the treatment of diseases and disorders that affect the heart and its associated blood vessels. The doctors and staff at Waco Heart and Vascular are committed to giving Central Texans quality care in a timely and compassionate manner, treating patients the same way they would treat a member of their own family. They carefully explain treatment options to patients so they understand and trust the prescribed course of care. They come to you in your hometown so you can see them locally. Waco Heart and Vascular, 254-235-WELL. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor basketball stayed undefeated in their final tune-up before conference play, beating Northwestern 104-68. The number one Bears now get into conference play with Iowa State on Saturday with a 1 o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Beta women's basketball has their final non-conference tune-up tonight in the Farrell Center, facing off with North Texas. Tip is at 7 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The Big 12 is 1-1 one one in bowl games so far this year, with Texas Tech dropping Mississippi State last night in the Liberty Bowl, 34-7. Bowl season continues today, starting with Maryland and Virginia Tech in the Pinstripe Bowl, followed by number 19 Clemson versus Iowa State in the Cheez-It Bowl, and ending tonight's games with number 14 Oregon taking on number 16 OU in the Alamo Bowl. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Brad Sham, voice of the Cowboys, radio voice of the Cowboys, 105.3 The Fan. And uh, we are, uh, it's John Morris' show, and we're filling in for John as he prepares to uh, get to New Orleans and call this All-State Sugar Bowl. Pretty, pretty good ride for John. He had the Sugar Bowl 2019, 2020, he gets the, uh, gets the national championship call there in Indy, and then uh, for the uh, Baylor men, and then, of course, the uh, Big 12 title game. That was uh, there's a lot of excitement around that. So I think John's going to get greedy now and expect to maybe get a, another men's and women's championship this year. Uh, come on, John, don't don't get greedy. Just just go with what. Uh, but um, John's uh, been nice enough to turn things over to us this week for the three o'clock hour. And uh, Aaron, is that a good idea? Should he do that? I mean, I, I, there's no telling what I might <laughs> start doing in this hour. It's very trusting. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But John is a uh, John's a good friend and a good man, and uh, we uh, we cannot wait to hear John back on the air. How about tomorrow, John? Can you come back on tomorrow? <laughs> no, we're gonna. Hey, Tom and I are just gonna team up. Uh, Tom and I, unbeknownst to you, Aaron, Tom and I have really been. We've been teaming up quite a bit, man. We're kind of like the people have been calling us the power twins. All right. We're just kind of boom, boom. We're just, we just kind of, we say activate and then we just go out and do battle with people. And uh, what are you laughing at, Aaron? Does that not sound accurate to you? Hey, for, no, that sounds, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much been y'all's relationship think, the whole time, hasn't it? You think, you think Tom's driven off the road now, out to Alexandria, wherever he is? Try those onion rings at Gary's Fried Chicken in Alexandria, if y'all go through. I can't really, I don't really go through Beaumont, so I'm not sure what you do on that route. I, I, I mean, at some point they're going to drop into Louisiana. I just can't think where they are coming in from that. Do they go through, at some point do they hook up with like Ruston, or do they stay higher than that? Anyway, uh, it is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, Aaron Sexton alongside and uh, the whole crew, Eminem Broadcasting, uh, ESPN Central Texas, and our partners, our fine sponsor, uh, with our presenting sponsor, the Office of Baylor Alumni, are going to descend upon New Orleans. And it's happening today. And the Bears, let me see if I can look real quick. We'll give you some live updates. We'll see uh, 
I knew I knew Baylor football uh, Twitter was was going to say something when they landed. Let's see if they've landed, Aaron, real quick. I think if John were doing this show, he would want to know. So we, we're just doing everything to honor John. Nothing's happened to John. He's fine. Um, no, I don't see anything from Baylor football that says that they've landed yet. So maybe they're still in the air. But the team has taken off, uh, I believe, because I saw some tweets and stuff coming out. So. Hopefully we'll, uh, I mean, we know we'll, I think you're going to enjoy. This is a chance to uh, to hear an interview we did the other day, and uh, it is with my longtime radio colleague. We cover a lot of ground here, and uh, we also talk about the Dallas Cowboys. It is legendary uh, Texas columnist and uh, broadcaster Randy Galloway. It is Matt Mosley getting you ready for the Sugar Bowl. Our coverage begins live from New Orleans. Thursday morning at 7 a.m. I'll be on every day from 4 to 6. I'm joined now by my longtime radio cohort, my mentor, great friend, <laughs> Randy Galloway. Uh, Randy, um, would you like to come out of retirement and uh, come to New Orleans and just cover the uh, cover the Sugar Bowl with me? Is that something you would embrace? Well, um, I don't want to come out of retirement, but that should have nothing to do with going to New Orleans. Heck yeah. I'm ready to go to New Orleans anytime. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. And uh, the Bears, uh, the Bears, uh, Randy. Uh, not to interrupt you. I know you're ready to. You're you're wound up ready to go here. The Bears uh, find a uh, you know playing Ole Miss. I mean, think about. Uh, aren't you glad a little bit that you you were able to exit stage left before the COVID? Can you imagine? Oh. I thought about you so often when I was doing three hours a day. During COVID and there were no games, I thought Galloway <laughs> had always had pretty good timing. Yeah, I would have had uh, that. That would have been retirement right there. That would have been the best. <laughs> and you know, even now, man, with all this COVID going on, and we got bowl games. Who ever thought? Well, we had five bowl games canceled uh, already, and uh, then you've got in the college game, you've got the NIL thing, and you've got the portal thing. Boy, the game, I don't know if it's changing for the better. In fact, I really don't think it is. But, I mean, with everything that's happened in college uh, football over the last year or two years, I mean, it's like a, it's a brand-new playing field out there. And, I I mean, I, it's just like whoever would have thought they would basically fire Gary Patterson at a TCU. But, once again, Gary was an old-timer like I am. Uh he didn't like that NIL thing. He didn't like that portal thing. So uh, TCU falls way behind. Whether you like it or not, you better get involved with it because that's that's what the game is right now. Yeah, I would say so. Randy Galloway joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And, uh, Randy, that, what, what, that is so – funny about the Cowboys we covered this team together for years and years you started covering them even going back to uh, the early 1970s but this is so 60s, this is so hey, 60s really <laughs> 1960s. Man, I'm old man yeah I wasn't gonna date you that much but yeah you reach back in there pretty far uh I mean think about the great rivalry over the years it used to be the Redskins now known as the Washington football team but Randy, does anybody deserve just a shellacking 
as much as Dan Snyder, the sniveling Dan Snyder. And do you remember, I, we were somewhere, uh, Randy, in a Super Bowl or somewhere, do you remember Tony Wiley marching that guy around, at, offering us, hey, guys, uh, would you all like to have Dan Snyder? I think I, I think I might remember you saying, no, we're okay. We're okay. We don't really need to have Snyder on. Well, the only reason I was that nice, and seriously, is because Tony Riley was such a – is such a great guy. I think Tony's still with us. But I don't know what he's doing right now. But uh, his PR guy in Washington was a heck of a good guy. So I was actually uh, trying to be uh, diplomatic and saying, no, Tony, I don't think we need – Dan Snyder, but you know, there's there's a pig element to Dan Snyder that's uh, that's that's always been there, and uh, <laughs> I would say I don't know if it was the bottom of the barrel last night uh, for a, a Dan Snyder and for the franchise, but that was pretty close to the bottom of the barrel uh, uh, for a football team, and then you even have probably your best player, the defensive tackle, slugging the other defensive tackle or swinging at him on the bench. Uh, it, it, was an, you know, it was an absolute mess. But if you flip that around, uh, I mean, I, didn't, I don't think anybody knew. Cowboys like an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Nobody thought of what kind of blowout was getting ready to happen. And you take, you know, Washington's had all kind of issues with COVID, as most teams have. Uh, they've had all that. They had injuries. I know their defense was a little bit depleted, but, boy, that was a glorious game for the Cowboys, not because of the final score, uh, the, the blowout final score, but because of Dak. I mean, Dak, again, he was throwing the ball better than he's thrown it, what, Matt, the last six weeks at yeah. least? Yeah, And I don't care. I don't care who was covering or how guys were getting open. I mean, there were guys open that Dak couldn't hit over the last three, four, five weeks that he that he was just missing, or the ball was getting intercepted. And uh, last night was uh, was a bounce back for Dak that probably, if, if you're a Cowboy fan, everybody should be relieved, uh, very much relieved, regardless of what the final score was, because he he threw the ball like we saw him throw it in the first. Six, seven, eight weeks. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I, I was, you made me think of something while you were talking about that that that, that made me laugh. I, you remember how we used to become friends with people in the NFC East, and we used to have uh, Jason Campbell from the from the Redskins and Brent Selleck from the Eagles, and then Justin, and then Justin Tuck from the Giants. And they, I mean. <laughs> It made our it made our managers at, at ESPN in Dallas, I think, upset, and probably made our listeners upset. But I think for some reason, you and I loved putting those guys on, and they would just taunt. They would taunt the Cowboys fans. But I don't know. Talking about it made me think of that. But somehow, I mean, think about how many careers have just been screwed up by that Snyder. I mean, I I, I would say that Shanahan's had something to do with RG three, and RG three also had a hand in it. But I mean. It's just really a bad, not to get too far into that, but it's a bad, it's a really bad, ugly organization. And they're kind of getting their comeuppance for some of that stuff that was happening under uh, under under Dan Snyder. But, you know, the flip side of that, Matt, and I did love those days when we would throw in, uh, <laughs> during the week of the game, throw in an opposing player, and that was, uh, heck, I liked it. I didn't care whether anybody else did or not. But uh, And i got to give you credit. You were the guy usually lining those people up. 
But in this particular case, uh, what I hate is I don't think you can find a better guy, a better American than Ron Rivera. I don't think you can find a better guy than his defensive coordinator, Jack Del Rio, who I knew here many years ago, and you did too. Uh, so, and I, I, can't, I don't even know who else is on that staff, but just those two guys are are the best kind of people, and just darn good football people. And you have to play for that uh, uh, that mess of an organization. And, and the one thing they got to do is find a quarterback. And by the way, I mean you start there, and the you know that's the as the great Larry Lacewell used to always say, there's nothing worse. Uh, than wandering through the quarterback jungle when you don't have one, because it's a wilderness out there when you're without a when you're without a quarterback. And of course, Larry was with the Cowboys when the Cowboys were desperately looking, spent about seven or eight years looking for a quarterback, and that kind of got solved when Tony Romo came out of nowhere. But you certainly remember those days. So if little Danny's going to get that thing straightened out, and he won't have anything to do with it but he better hope his people can go find a quarterback. Yeah, I, I think you're right. And uh, Cowboys were reminded, that, thankfully, that they have one. They do have a quarterback. Talking to Randy Galloway, Dallas Morning News columnist, then at Star-Telegram after that, WBAP 103.3 FM. My gosh, Randy, you, you had a lot of different stops there, although you stayed at each <laughs> of You stayed at them for quite a few years now that I, hey, now that that I mentioned over, that. Hey, that was yeah. over 50 years. So <laughs> only two newspapers in 50 years. And then as far as radio, only two stations in 29 years. That ain't bad. Yeah. ESPN, what? W, uh, WBAP. What, what did our old uh, 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 editor, Dave Smith, say to you when you approached him 30, 40 years ago with the opportunity? And you said, Dave, they've asked me to, to, to go on the radio. I mean, that was unheard of back then for a columnist. I mean, at that time, newspapers were still the big dog in, in metropolitan areas. Did, did Dave, th- did he immediately think, well, this is a good idea, or did he kind of, was he kind of like, did you have to take him kicking and screaming on that deal? I thought, and by the way, this was only for one day a week on WBAP in 1985. Uh-huh. And I thought he would say no and hell no. But he, only one day a week, he balked, and then he said, okay, go ahead and do it. And Dave was always good to me. Now, the kicker was I was on about not even a year, and they wanted me to go five days a week. And I said, I couldn't even go to Dave Smith on that. So I went to Dave and said, Dave, what if I went on three days a week? And he balked and balked, but he did say yes. Uh-huh. And he didn't like it, but what ended up happening? I did four days a week, <laughs> <laughs> and then it kind of, and then it kind of went into five. But uh, I, there were a lot of reasons after 33 years that I left the morning news, and and I, the Star Telegram at that time just had a hell of a paper. They were our competition. Had a lot of friends over there. I liked everybody involved. Uh, there was money involved there that was interesting, but. I think the they of course Star Telegram loved the radio show. Dave never got comfortable with it, and then uh, later on, now they were begging their guys to go on the radio. Uh, you know that you were there, yeah, yeah, for a while, and uh, you know all of that changed. But even at the morning news, while Dave never liked it, uh, I, I I know that the higher ups, the higher ups loved it because of the 
you know, the extra publicity it gave the morning news at the time. But you're right, yeah. boy, that's really changed now. That is, that yeah. really, I was told I was the first newspaper guy in the country to go full-time on radio. The first one that went full-time. Most guys that were doing that basically would, basically would uh, you know, quit the paper, retire from the paper, and then go into radio. Some people went into TV, but uh, I'm, I don't know whether that's true or not, but it may have been. Well, I mean, uh, people, you know, I was trying to blog, as you remember, the blog, yeah. as you called it, for the NFC East and doing all that while doing uh, three hours of radio with you every afternoon. And that, I mean, I'm not the greatest multitasker. And then, of course, I'd be over there not paying attention. And you'd throw something at me. But uh, I, it, it dawned on me a minute ago that at one point from two to – I was supposed to do a two to three show with Estridge, and then you would, you would somehow kind of talk me into staying around. And I think at one point I was being paid to do very little, I might add, two to three, but I was actually doing two to six with you. <laughs> it, was, it was not – It was not – Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I think when I went to negotiate, that's when uh, the, fame, the infamous uh, – GM, who shall remain nameless, explained to me, well, Matt, the uh, the tide rolls in with Galloway. <laughs> kind of, as I asked for more money, he was explaining to me that basically he could just grab anybody off the street and they would be, they would be fine with you. <laughs> uh, of course, that was not true, but I loved it that he said it. <laughs> and, particularly, hey, and particularly said it to you. That was even better. Oh, man, the tide yeah. Rolls in. Yeah. yeah, the tide rolls in every day with Galloway. I'm like, I'm going to throw up before I leave this office. Uh, uh, yeah. It is, uh, it is uh, uh, Randy Galloway on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And, uh, Randy, I mean, I, I guess, is it fair to call? We used to joke about the Cowboys and the Super Bowl and how much Jerry loved talking about it. But, I mean, who's who? other than uh, Green Bay? With Aaron Rodgers, the the uh, the immune, the uh, you know the uh, the uh, the unvaccinated Aaron Rodgers, who yes, is better? Right. Who who is who can we point at in the NFL that's truly you can say okay they're for sure better than the Cowboys? I mean I uh, yeah, yeah I only I, think I, it might be the Packers. And if you saw the Packers uh, against God, I can't even remember now I just watched the game what two or three days ago. Of course the quarterback the COVID kid is, you know, he's just among the best of all time. Uh, his receivers are outstanding. But, I mean, the Packer defense gave up like 250 yards rushing in that game. Now, they still ended up winning it 24-22, whatever that w- was, and quite frankly got away with some uh, pass interference that was never called at the end of the game. But, no, you, you've got to respect them. I think the – uh, the kicker in the entire NFC is what happened to Arizona after the 7-0 and start. And now the quarterback, the coach is certainly not a miracle man anymore. The, the quarterback is certainly not a miracle man anymore, and they, they can't put up points. But the, the danger is whose quarterback is playing well, I think. Because, you know, I always said that. The game is about the quarterback. And I don't care if it's Baylor Bears. Uh, or the NFL, or the Lido Bearcats here where I live in high school. I mean, the game is going to basically 90% of the time come down to the quarterback. And who is the quarterback playing well 
outside of COVID kid in Green Bay. Uh, who is that quarterback playing well? And, boy, I think that's – now, we got a couple of more games. Does Arizona come in here this week? And, and suddenly the little man – the little man starts doing what the little man was doing when they went seven and zero, or uh, does that slide continue? But I mean, as we've seen the just demise of quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and and Dak was among them for about five weeks until until yesterday. Uh, I think that's going to be the thing to, uh, that we're going to have to going to have to watch who's going to be a hot quarterback coming in here. Well, listen, I uh, I appreciate it, and uh, I'm, I'm going to ask you uh, from here on out, uh, Randy, we're going to need you to do the 5 o'clock hour with us. We do not have it in the budget to pay you anything, but uh, I think it would be really good, and our people will enjoy it. I, I was sitting here thinking, how funny is it that you and I started doing radio together in 07, 2007, and that was when Favre was kind of finishing up his time, and then Rodgers gets drafted right around there, 2007 or eight, you know, right and, – and, Rodgers and Brady are still two of the best three quarterbacks in the NFL. So it's, it's a lot of stuff changes, but some stuff hasn't changed. I mean, it's just it's, it's pretty wild that those guys that we, we made, that were great when we were doing all that yep. together are still great. That's I mean, it, Aaron, way, nobody I, does yeah. it better than Rodgers. Well, and I, you know what, and as we were talking about who, who is the, who are the big threats as we look at it right now. And I've, Speaking of quarterbacks, I know we got shut out in New Orleans, <laughs> but uh, let me back up and 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 outside of of Rogers in Green Bay, let me put Brady. I do not take Brady out. Okay, no. I think you would no. be. Uh, I think you'd be crazy for that. Uh, they, things have kind of fallen off a bit in uh, Tampa, but yeah, yeah, they'll still be there as a threat, mainly because of that quarterback. I'm glad you mentioned Tampa. Because yeah. Oh no God. It's like yeah. I was leaving Brady out. So. Oh, no, that's okay. Yeah. Do you remember what you called Tom Brady back in the day? Do you remember your nickname uh, yeah, for him? Yeah, that's right. Maybe making touchdown, making Tom Brady. That was when you had, <laughs> I don't know, two or three girls were saying, I've got Tom's baby. And then his wife was going, oh, wait a minute, I've got one too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah but, uh, hey, kids. by the way, though, he, he's, got, he's got the money to pay child support. He, as long as he's doing that, he's good. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, – those kids are about 13 now, by the way. <laughs> yeah, right, right. right. I think one of them's going to get – one of them, uh, I think, next year gets an NFL trial. So that's, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I don't doubt it. But, uh, well, I tell you, uh, Randy, it's always fun. And, uh, you know, you're out there living it up uh, in uh, in Parker County. And uh, and uh, occasionally you'll drive around and find some things, and uh, you'll get yeah. some exotic animals that'll come onto your land. I've seen some good videos. You got to, <laughs> yeah. but we do uh, have that. yeah, yeah. But uh, we do well, have that. tell everybody I said hi and uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas to y'all, Happy New Year, and yeah, uh, yeah. Look, and, and, you yeah. Know, I hope everybody, I hope everybody down there in uh, Central Texas. We do call Waco Central Texas, right? That's it. Uh, That's the heart of Texas. Uh, yeah, heart of Texas. All right. Yeah. I hope everybody had a great Christmas. They were happy the way things went, and now we turn to 2022, and let's hope that is a good one. I think so. Uh, there he goes, ladies and gentlemen, Randy Galloway, who will be soon going into the media wing of the Hall of Fame uh, in Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Black and that gang, they got him voted in there, and uh, I think that's going to happen up around AT&T Stadium. Oh, coming up uh, maybe in May, sometime this spring, and that'll be, that'll be a lot of fun, good, and we'll get him good, entered yeah. in there. 
Oh, you can hear Andy on there at the end. He was still uh, he was still uh, offering some some things and fun to have him. And a lot of people uh, reacted to that one. And we had tons of downloads when we put that out on social media. A great reaction to it. All right, the Bears are on the ground. Uh, we've got some injury reports, sadly, to tell you about with Baylor, just from people spotting guys in uh, uh, at least one player in a boot as he got off the plane. Uh, we'll catch you up, and actually we're going to have a live report uh, from someone who was at the airport. That'll be coming up at 4.05, right kind of off the top of the uh, of the Mosley Show. This is the, uh, the uh, John Morris Hour. We do it every uh, – he does it every day, and uh, we're kind of filling in for him a little bit. So we'll get you caught up on a little bit of the news coming out of New Orleans as the uh, ESPN Central Texas crew pulls into town, uh, Tom Barfield and Lark Smith, headed into New Orleans as we speak, and then uh, I will be joining them here in the next, uh, oh, uh, 14, 15 hours or so, and we're going to have a big time in the Big Easy. All right, uh, all of that coming up next. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Second and goal at the one. Schultz motion right. Only heard here. Another tight end motion. Play fake. Prescott looks right, looks left. All season. Throws it in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown to Dalton Schultz. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals. Live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Cardinals Sunday afternoon following Baylor women's basketball on ESPN Central Texas. Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA, SIPC. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Happy New Year from ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life member FDIC. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Baylor basketball stayed undefeated in their final tune-up before conference play, beating Northwestern 104-68. The number one Bears now get into conference play with Iowa State on Saturday with a 1 o'clock tip, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor women's basketball has their final non-conference tune-up tonight in the Farrell Center, facing off with North Texas. Tip is at 7 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The Big 12 is 1-1 in bowl games so far this year, with Texas Tech dropping Mississippi State last night in the Liberty Bowl, 34-7. Bowl season continues today, starting with Maryland and Virginia Tech in the Pinstripe Bowl, followed by number 19 Clemson versus Iowa State in the Cheez-It Bowl, and ending tonight's games with number 14 Oregon taking on number 16 OU in the Alamo Bowl. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, Matt Mosley show. It's actually the John Morris show right now. Fill it in for John. John will be uh, making his way to New Orleans. He'll be on the call, and that'll be exciting to have the voice of the Bears back rolling again. And uh, John will. Uh, it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be a great game. Going to be a great matchup. Everything a part of that. Uh, we do have uh, Darby Brown is going to join us early in the Mosley show with Sexton. That's uh, about four oh five. Uh, she's going to have – she's on the shuttle now, heading back from the airport, but she had to get out of the rain. It, as Baylor landed in New Orleans, the rain picked up quite a bit, and uh, and so the Bears were umbrellas and quickly made their way to the bus and headed over to the team hotel and where folks were waiting on them. I'm sure, uh, uh, you know, Tom and Ward or Tom and Lark are probably – Kind of uh, saluting the guys as they come down the street there to the team hotel. I know uh, uh, Tom and Lark had to go over to the team hotel once they got into New Orleans this afternoon. And a little bit of a sight check, make sure everything was okay. And Aaron, as only I could earlier today, I said something that uh, uh, I, I basically suggested that, you know, once I got to town, you know, would I be able just to hit a button three times? To which uh, you can imagine how Tom took that. I I. I just was being up front. I, I, I learned recently, if I hit a button three times, that connected to the station. And so I was showing off my technical expertise, but <laughs> I think they kind of got a kick out of me sort of expecting things to be uh, set up and, and all that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, you know uh, Aaron, if I need to, I'll get in there and rewire a whole bunch of things, and I'll have, uh, I'll have everything ready to roll. But um, that is going to be uh, – 7 to 9 a.m. starting tomorrow morning, and then I'll be on 4 to 6. And then the three, you know, we'll, 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 uh, the John Morris show will be on as usual, 3 to 4. So that's kind of how we will do it from New Orleans. Darby Brown, sports director at Channel 10, KWTX, is in town and actually was the first. Uh, local news person to arrive. In fact, she she's been in town for about three or four days. I've been kind of laughing at the fact that I mean she beat everybody by several days. She's been hanging out alone in the uh, in the uh, workroom, the media workroom. So we'll uh, we'll check in with Darby uh, starting at four oh five today, and and get her take on what was going on out at the airport. They had the cameras rolling. Channel Ten did, and. 
Unfortunately, Aaron, I got some bad news for you. Now, we knew it, it wasn't surprising to see the uh, Blake Shapin in a sling. That was addressed the other day by Aranda. But Estrada has shown up in a, wearing a boot. Now, does that mean for sure he can't play? No. No, it doesn't. But uh, it's one of several things we'll have to ask our doctor. Uh, Dr. Lance Ellis uh, from Ascension Providence is going to join us at 520 and we've got some uh, Baylor stuff to ask him about. And I'm just going to you know, bounce some ideas, some medical things off of him. Just two great medical minds speaking. Now, maybe just one, him. But uh, we'll do that at 520 today. Aaron, I, the reason I'm, I hate to hear this, and again, who knows? Maybe he'll be ready to go. But I, I, I feel like with Thornton being such a great deep threat, Sneed being more of a ball possession uh, you know, move. You know, he's a good third down, move the chains kind of guy. I, I, I Estrada gives you a a really nice compliment to Taekwon. He can get over the top on you. He can make contested catches. He showed that in the. I mean, this guy. I, I did not know what they were getting in Drew Estrada. He comes in from I think it was like Dartmouth. He comes in from an Ivy League school, and he's just ended up being really, really a fine player. And so if he's hurt. Uh, Aaron, I, I think that's a uh, – I mean, I'm not saying it's like doomsday scenario or anything, but I, I, that's a weapon you'd really like to have against Ole Miss. Yeah, he's been he's been really, really good all season. Uh, yeah, and you're correct, uh, transferred from Dartmouth. Um, not exactly known as a football powerhouse, but he's came in and really helped the Bears win a Big 12 championship. It's been a great season for him, so hopefully he'll be able to play. Aaron, you've always referred to Dartmouth as kind of your backup school. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, it was MCC and then Dartmouth in that order. Okay. Dartmouth was kind of there. That was going to be your catch-all type thing. Um, our other KWTX buddy is Chris Williams. He's been out there, too. Oh, here, oh, here's some of his stuff coming in. Uh, I like this guy, by the way. I wish he had a better Twitter handle. Uh, this is a re- you know, I just love the, the local media in Central Texas. A lot of times it's young people working their way up, and I, 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 I don't want them to leave, although I always, you know, it's always fun to, you know, they go to bigger markets and all that. But uh, I, I really, they, they do a great job. And this young guy, Chris Williams, is one of my favorites. And, of course, our man Aaron, uh, or excuse me, our man Quillen, Curtis Quillen, is a, is a, is a member of our show. Uh, if you want to follow Chris Williams, it's at Seawill TV. Okay, that's at Seawill TV. Now, I'm looking at his. He's got a picture of in the rain, you know, some of the New Orleans, they're meeting the plane, and they're out there doing a little dance with some umbrellas. Okay, yeah, they got a little band playing. This is kind of a sad-sounding little band. But the band is playing as the Bears are departing the plane, and then there's somebody in a in a get-up with a, one of those uh, uh, umbrellas over there dancing next to the plane. The players all seem to have their earbuds in or, and are completely ignoring the dancing person off to the right. Aaron, I mean, if you arrived in New Orleans, would you take your earbuds out and at least acknowledge some of the local dancers? Uh. Are you not able to answer that? Was that too tough of a question? <laughs> I Oh, man. All right. It is. We, we've got kind of uh, caught me Aaron, by surprise. Sorry. Yeah. Was... <laughs> yeah. No, no. It's it was very difficult. Uh, Aaron, we got uh, we got the great uh, Darby Brown 
hanging in there. She's going to give us a live report from the airport. It is the Matt Mosley Show uh, and uh, Aaron Sexton alongside. Mosley Show starts next. Recently on Game Time. We welcome in the head coach of the number one ranked Baylor Bears, Coach Scott Rue. Most importantly, we got the win, and uh, uh, that helped us uh, earn number one ranking for the third straight year, and uh, only us in Gonzaga out of 358 schools have been able to do that. And if you go in the last six years, uh, Duke, Kansas, Baylor, Gonzaga, the only ones to be ranked uh, number one uh, four out of six years. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning